Listener supported. WNYC Studios. From WNYC Studios, this is Nancy. With your hosts, Tobin Lowe and Kathy Tu. Tobin. Kathy. Today we have a bonus episode of Nancy. Indeed we do. Because Master <laughs> of None Season 2 just came out on Netflix. I love Master of None. I love that Aziz Ansari made the show and it's centered on people of color mm-hmm. just living their lives. But my favorite character on the show isn't Aziz's character. Ooh. Who is it? It's Denise. Denise. What up, dummies? We're debating what I should do about this whole Alice situation, you know? I texted her about her schedule. It's been two days. I haven't heard anything back. So she doesn't like you. What's the debate? I'm confused. Hey, why gotta be so pessimistic? Dude, she ain't texted you in two days. I mean, she don't want to go. This is a very clear and unambiguous situation. Denise is like that friend who doesn't take shit from anybody and just tells it like it is. Tobin, are you my Denise? Uh, I kind of. I'm not a lesbian, technically. No, and you're also not a soft stud. I kind of don't know any of the words that you just said. I think that's how Denise would describe herself. Like, a soft stud is a lesbian who has masculine qualities and maybe dresses and acts male, but maybe, like, not to the extreme. So, like, soft stud. Oh, I learned something yeah. today. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, anyways, the person who plays Denise is Lena Waithe, and she's an actor and producer and writer. She just, like, does everything. And because I love Denise so much, I invited Lena to come into the studio to talk to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am going to recover from jealousy eventually. <laughs> what was she like? She had on this amazing bomber jacket, which I loved, and also amazing sneakers, which I also loved. And she basically, like, emanated cool. I'm always looking for things to play with the, you know, taking something masculine and making it a little bit feminine. I don't like to wear my clothes too big. Mm-hmm. Um, they're somewhat fitted and like, you know, but yeah, I, I enjoy it a lot. You know, I'm also a sneakerhead, so I like sneakers and I like uh-huh. sort of urban culture and also like new designers. That's sort of an interesting thing that I really like on Instagram, like finding people that, you know, are startups and, you know, and trying to wear their stuff and then incorporate into what I'm wearing. I also like to wear people who um, who are also queer, um, yeah. you know, who are starting up things and however I can be supportive in that way. Yeah, so, yeah. so, yeah, I kind of like to use my fashion as sort of something that's cool, but also if I can make a statement in a way without yeah. standing on a soapbox is really cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, let's, uh, let's talk about Master of None. Yeah. Um, where does uh, Lena end and Denise <laughs> begin? Oh, man. I mean, well, the big difference, I think, um, between Denise and myself is that I am I have a girlfriend. I'm in a committed relationship. And I think that definitely affects my life and, like, my going out life and my, my work life, my social mm-hmm. life, all that kind of stuff. So that's a big thing, you know. Although we kind of play with—you get to see Denise with some girls, you know, uh, this yeah. season, which is fun. But it's like she doesn't yet have, like, a steady— Girl, who knows? There may be there may be something <laughs> that they may build off of or bring a particular girl back in season three. But if there is a season three, I don't know. I can't confirm or deny. But um, <laughs> I literally can't. People keep asking me. I'm like, you got to ask because he's that question. But 
you know, that's, I think, is the biggest thing, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, in season one, there's a scene where Denise says that she can turn a straight girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that a personal experience? Here's the thing. <laughs> I, I like a challenge in my younger years. I do. But also, too, I come off like, you know, I, I'm that person that's dating someone who <laughs> I'm the first girl she's ever dated, the girl I'm with. Mm-hmm. But I do say this. I think straight women are sometimes enamored by, I think, lesbians women because I think they're a little like intrigued they're mm-hmm. like oh it's interesting and also particularly I think soft studs in particular where it's like oh you're not completely masculine but you have masculine energy but you're a woman and like that's interesting to me and I think it kind of confuses them in a, in a cool yeah. interesting way and, mm-hmm. I, and I don't think one has to always take advantage of it but I definitely get a kick out of it because I think sometimes they're kind of like I don't know if I should I be flirting with you or should I like now what what, what am I is this is this inappropriate what's happening because they're feeling a masculine energy but they're with a woman and it just kind of it throws them off which I kind of dig I kind of like yeah but you know and in my younger years I would play with it but like now I'm like <laughs> Denise no. definitely plays with oh that. yeah absolutely why not <laughs> well like up until this point I I feel like uh, lesbian representation on TV has always been either very femme and mm-hmm. unbelievable or mm-hmm. super butch and also kind of unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And Denise is a character that is kind of fully fleshed out. Mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like you have this responsibility of being, like, the the real lesbian on TV? <laughs> I um, it's interesting because I don't, I don't believe in representing myself in a, in a certain way to make people feel comfortable or, to make, or, or I should do certain things, you know, to make the community feel proud, so to speak. But I think the best um, revolutionary act I can commit is to be myself, Mm -hmm. my authentic self, and to, you know, not protect that character of Denise, but to always make sure she's honest and human. I think it's interesting that because I'm in the middle, um, comfortably so, I think there's something where people can kind of go, oh, I haven't seen that before. I didn't even know uh, what a soft stud was or if that even existed. Um, And so for me, I think that's really exciting is that we can show people and say, yes, and I know I'm not alone. There's a lot of us um, where we just kind of like we're a little bit masculine, a little bit feminine, and that's where we live. It's a a cool thing for me to be in the public eye because folks can kind of look at that and go, huh, because I sort of almost am a reflection of of themselves. Well, I have to say, your transition from writer to actor was seamless, <laughs> whereas they tried to make me do a video the other day, and I broke out in, like, panic. Yes. <laughs> yes, I forgot the hives to post it. No, well, I feel blessed. I feel blessed, because that role, I mean, it's like, for me to, to do something like that, it was the perfect, you know, entryway into that. Yeah, well— um, is there anything you can tell us about season two of Master of None? Well, because it's Netflix, and it's like CIA, it's like <laughs> there isn't much. But what I can say is I know they tackle some big topics this season. Um, the big thing is I did co-write an episode this season. Mm. Um, you get to know a little bit more about Denise and her family and her parents. Yeah, what's yeah. going Denise? I mean, I, I kind of call it, you know, I've been sort of calling it the Denise parents episode <laughs> in a way. And this, and with this season, we're, we're exploring Denise's uh Parentals, uh, but it's about, you know, the other sort of um, the gap between Denise and, and her parent and family and them sort of sort of trying to bridge that and, and what that looks like. So I'm really excited. That's what I can talk about. Okay. That's from that season two is that Denise has a special episode. I was just thinking last night also that Denise is a really popular character, but she's like a supporting character in Master of None. Mm-hmm. And for her popularity to be this large, mm-hmm. there's like an audience for it and a True. hunger for it. Oh yeah. Why don't we get to see that more often? I know. I'm, you know, 
trying to work toward, you know, <laughs> getting something that, you know, speaks to that. And I've been working at it for a long while. Yeah. Um, but I think we're closer. We're getting there. Yeah. Um, but I also have other stories in me that have to deal with me being a black queer woman and like living in Los Angeles and having a lot of straight girlfriends, you know, who are my homies. Um, Because a lot of my friends, it's interesting, like, I don't have that many lesbian friends. You know, I have most women in my life are straight black women or gay guys. Because I have definitely the personality of a gay man more than somebody would say, oh, you're the person, which, who knows, whatever that quote-unquote personality is of a lesbian. <laughs> but I just, for whatever reason, I just kind of gravitate toward them and gravitate toward me. And straight women love my black ass for some reason. <laughs> so to me, I also want to show that. Like, because I think there's this idea, and this is no shade to the L word, but it was like, just all these lesbians hanging out with, with other lesbians or even like the real L word where it was like all these lesbian community. And the funny thing is I never fit into that community. I've oh, never yeah. been either. that girl, yeah. you know, and, um, and I don't know if it's because one, I don't drink, you know, mm-hmm. I don't fit into that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and even though there is a particular, there's a quote unquote category for what I fall into, but even those girls, I'm not, I see them, I follow them on Instagram. It's so funny because I look at them and go like, yeah, like, I don't think we would, you know, have that much fun hanging out together, even though right. we're all, like, soft studs or whatever. Like, because there's also this element, which I see, and I don't really, it doesn't really speak to me, is this idea of sort of, like, studs or soft studs or whatever, sort of acting like, you know, some of these whack, like, rappers or some of these, like, sort of just their idea of what masculinity is. You know, this whole thing about objectifying women and, like, you know, being a little bit materialistic and, like, look at me and working out and being just da-da-da, all this kind of stuff. And I'm just sort of like, huh, okay. And there's this thing of, you know, you see men trying to prove their manhood yeah. and you see very masculine women trying to do it even more, you know. You see dudes That's sort of true. making up for their what they're missing or lacking, quote unquote, in their pants. And the women really are like, we don't have anything in our pants, so we're really trying to go hardcore. <laughs> and, I just, I don't, and I don't mean to generalize whatever, but I'm just, I see elements of that sometimes in the yeah. community. And I just kind of think like, wow, like, that's what we're doing now? Like, we don't want to be that, you know, like, and I, I see it, but I'm fascinated by it. And I want to explore that, too, of, like, a character that's looking at these women going, like, what's up? What are we doing? In a real way, in an honest way, in an interesting way. And again, and that's something that we have not seen on TV. And no. it's not an easy story to tell. It's very complicated. Because somebody could view it as like, oh, well, she, you self-hating. Like, you, you like them. It's like, no, we're one and the same, but we aren't. You know? Yeah, I think people tend to want to just put people into boxes and right. just, yeah, it, and it's always more complicated, than, so complicated than what you see. Particularly within the gay community, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, we just got really deep on that, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's something that was on my spirit. So there's a hashtag you've used before, uh, Black Hollywood So Straight. Mm, <laughs> Can mm-hmm. you kind of unpack that for me a little bit? I mean, how much time do we have? No, um, no I mean, I think uh, for me— and look, people can be on their own journey. They can do them. You know, this is this is how I choose to live my life and present myself. But you look at Black Hollywood, right? Yeah. People are in athletes and, you know, whatever, you know, too. How many of them are out or gay? How many of them identify as gay? Hmm. It's like me, Wanda <laughs> Sykes, Samira from Orange is the New Black, um, RuPaul, Justin Simeon identifies. Mm-hmm. He's, he's like, he's mm-hmm. like, he's out, you know. Yep. So that's about... If we could think on more, but, like... A handful. And how many, like, well-known black people are, are out there, there in the world? Lots. The numbers, they don't add up. Oh, we got to give it to Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean is also very oh, right. out right, right, right. and all that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, and that's the other thing, too. It's like there's certain these R&B singers that I know for a fact are not who they present themselves to be. 
And then you look at, and they're not even that successful. They're out here trying to be like singing to women and doing all this bullshit. And you're like, dude, like what? Like that's not, you don't even look, they don't even look right. And then you have Frank who, if he dropped the album right now, the world would stop. Yeah. People would be like, oh shit, Mm -hmm. uh oh, Frank got another album out. I don't get it. Yeah. And I'm not saying that's why he's successful. I think he's successful. I, I love his music. Even if he wasn't gay, I'd be like, he's dope. Yeah. Um, or, or identified as bisexual. I, I think he's dope. But that's the thing. It's like, what they don't they don't equate living your truth with success. It's ridiculous. And why? Um, that's a bigger question. You know, um, I think it's still a thing about, I think black people have this thing about keeping up with the Joneses and appearances and like how people perceive them and I think there's also this thing particularly with men you know that if you're gay you're weak mm. if you're a black les- if you're a lesbian you're weird mm. you know and I think for some people can look at it and go like being a black woman is hard enough being a black man is hard enough why yeah. do I want to add to it right. Um, right but I look at it in a different way is that like how awesome that I have this other thing that's in my life that makes me that much more special or honestly that much more interesting yeah so yeah I don't know but I, I know I do intend on being out as fuck, yeah. proud as fuck, yes. and um, because I think it kind of makes those people that are living double lives uncomfortable. And there's nothing I'd rather do is to make that person a little uncomfortable. Season two of Master of None is on Netflix now. Our staff is Matt Collette, Jenny Lawton, Jeremy Bloom, and Paula Schumann. I'm Kathy Tu. I'm Tobin Lowe. Nancy is a production of WNYC Studios. Denise is... Wait, that's you. That's me. Sorry. Wow. Okay. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Can I do my line now? <laughs> do your line. <laughs>